Hello everybody, welcome back. Today, second podcast from the Alphabet series, of course, the letter B. We're going to be discuss. I'm going to be discussing, or talking about balance, about the brain, and about balls. Yeah, big balls. Stability balls, that is. I'm going to give you a playlist. I'm going to give you links for workouts. So you can rock that playlist while you do the workouts. I'm going to give you a recipe for beet salad. And the last word of today is breathe. So let's get to it. Balance. So balance is defined as the condition in which different elements are equal or in the correct proportions. Associated also with stability, equilibrium, leveled, or homeostasis. And homeostasis is defined as the tendency of a physiological system of higher animals to maintain internal stability. When we talk about balance in fitness or in sports, um, it's defined as the ability to stay upright or to stay in control of our body movements and always in coordination, right? And then coordination is defined as the ability to move two or more body parts under control smoothly and efficiently. So we, in order to have balance, we also need coordination. We have two types of balance, which are static and dynamic. The static balance is maintaining equilibrium while stationary. It happens a lot in tons of sports. It happens... Uh, Definitely in yoga and jiu-jitsu and soccer, football, baseball, basketball, etc. And, of course, dynamic balance, who also happens in a lot of sports, which is maintaining equilibrium when moving the body. Now, balance is achieved in the body when all the um, information that is coming through the eyes, the ears, and proprioceptors located in joints and tendons, when all that information gets to be integrated <clears throat> and processed by the brain, we can achieve that balance, which means that our neurons are firing all day long, as long as we are moving, and even when we're sitting, to adjust the length of certain muscles, certain tendons, the position of certain joints, so we remain balanced, and we're not pulling from one side, or shortening, or and uh, favoring one side. It happens a lot when we sleep weird, we are off balance, we don't say it like that or we probably don't recognize it like that because we're not 
moving or it's visual visually like shown that we are off balance but sometimes we sleep in these weird positions and the muscles will suffer imbalance will suffer shortening from one side and you wake up with those neck pains or back pains and shoulder pains why because you stood in that position for so long that the body had to adapt and then of course you wake up with uh, a lot of soreness when we talk about the other component of the fmf as it is uh, food we're always trying to look or trying to achieve the most balanced diet and even though the word diet has a negative connotation we should probably use eating habits instead of diet or regimes because of the that negative impact that has immediately in, in our brains we're trying to get to that balanced nutrition right where it has to consist of adequate amounts of all the necessary nutrients that we need for healthy growth for efficient daily activities and functions so in another word a balanced diet or a balanced nutrition equals internal ba internal balance or homeostasis by providing the correct nutrients that will transform into the correct precursors to produce the right proteins the right hormones that regulate our internal biochemistry specifically in the bloodstream and in the production centers in the brains and the glands and all our organs but we can achieve that if we don't take good care of what we of what we consume of what we fuel fill fuel the body with right so we have to stay on track and on top of what we are eating what we are consuming because it doesn't make sense to strive to have good nutrition when you are eating a bunch of junk food, a bunch of sugars, and a bunch of processed food. So in order to have the best nutrients and the best elements into our body, we have to focus on the cleanest eating habits that we can think of we have to think of eating raw vegetables eating fruits high percentage of proteins be very very careful with the fats that you introduce in your body and very limited on sugars especially processed refined carbohydrates stay away from soda stay away from candy stay away from cookies from flowers excuse me stay away from everything that has a high glycemic index even try it start researching and notice how instead of eating your regular potatoes try to eat red pot uh sweet potatoes or yams which have a very very much lower glycemic index than your regular potatoes and when when we put these two together right a uh, 
fitness, and food. Now we have to pay, bring all of that to the mind. How do we process everything? How do we process our physical activity? How do we process the foods that we consume? But also, how do we process all the information and all the stimuli that we receive day after day? And that is to create a balanced mind. Nowadays, with social media, it's very hard not to go down like rabbit holes on conspiracy theories and debunking certain theories every time somebody comes out with a studio, with certain development or with a discovery, there's always going to be some people that are going to try to nullify or to take down, debunk that information. Whether it's rightfully so, whether it's just out of hate or whatever. But we have to Pick and choose, really. What are we consuming through the internet, through social media, through the news, through entertainment? Balance that if you have a healthy physical activity, if you have healthy eating habits, more likely you will have a healthier mind than other people. You won't be inclined on doing bad things or doing things for the wrong reasons. You have a clear mind, and it also helps when we really cultivate a spiritual practice. And when I say this, I'm not talking about you have to go to church, you have to belong to a church. No, you can have your own spiritual practice, and it doesn't matter which God you pray, which God you believe in, as long as you have a direct connection to that higher, higher power in your own way. It's like your own relationship. You create your own bridge or your own talk line with your God, with the image that you follow and worship, or with a congregation that you belong to. And this can serve... For several purposes, it can serve as um, a stress reliever. Congregations and communion always tend to be uplifting gatherings where you can relate to most of the people that are there, relate to their problems, see that you're not alone facing certain difficulties, and that we're all very, very similar even though we can all come from different walks of life, we can we are more alike than we think so. And a lot of us have the same fears, the same insecurities, the same doubts, maybe the same questions. And the more we can get to share that in a congregation, in a community, or just putting it out there, right, to the universe, sitting down, doing meditation, doing prayer, your own spiritual practice, where you put your brain in motion and start asking and asking, asking those questions, looking inside, looking within. What am I? Who am I? Am I a person filled with love, with doubts, with uncertainties, with securities, with strengths, with fortitude? What am I? Who am I? And don't be afraid to just dive in 
deep, deep, deep inside of yourself and try to figure figure out what is your purpose in life? What am I doing here? I'm working out, I'm eating clean, that makes me happy, that makes me um, healthy and makes me think of myself as a person with low levels of stress, less preoccupations, less worries, less insecurities, but look, look inside, look how you've lived your life, look what changes you've done in your life, and try to create that harmony between body, mind, and spirit by, of course, this can only be attained by a continuous practice of healthy habits. Always trying to stay present in the moment, right? If you have healthy habits such as exercise, a balanced nutrition, low levels of stress, and an established form of spiritual practice in conjunction, all of this should produce a steady operating individual who's present in the moment. It will make you more mindful, more aware, physical and mentally strong, more stable and able to adapt to life stressors or changes without major alterations and on your daily routine, right? Take, for example, a guy like Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. This guy is always traveling. He's always working on different movies at the same time, different projects. His nutrition is as clean as possible. He gets his rest, and he's always, always focused on working out also. Plus, he's a super positive person, always sending messages of inspiration, motivation, uh, always encouraging people to be positive, to be more like him, to be always have that mindset that you can achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve. If you haven't heard his, his story, I think at the time that he was let go by the football team that he used to play, he had like seven bucks to his name on his account. And he looked at the account and said, this is the last time that this is going to happen. And from there, he started working harder and harder and harder. And now he is one of the most powerful and influential human beings in the world. But you see that he's constantly working, always doing everything right he eats right he works out right he rests right he works right and his mind is always focused on doing something always focused on doing something and always on the positive if you don't have positive thoughts if you don't encourage yourself if you don't give yourself affirmations and positive messages very 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 hard to achieve all that so Every time you're going to work out, have that positive mindset that maybe it's every day it's PR day. Every day, every day you got to break that last set. You got, if you did 10 yesterday, well, today it's 11 reps, 12 reps. Always 
go and eat mindful of what you're eating, what you're putting in your body. Always mindful of what you're consuming as entertainment. What are you consuming from social media? What kind of shows you're watching? What kind of podcasts you're listening to? What kind of music you're listening to? What kind of music and shows are you letting your kids watch? Everything that we consume, everything is going to affect our mind, our body, and our spirit. So we have to create that connection, give it a stable, strong base so we can operate properly. And don't forget your spiritual practice, however you want to do it. If you want to pray, if you want to go to church, if you want to go to Bible study, if you want to have a friends group where you guys can discuss what's going on and elevate some prayers, if you want to do meditation, whatever it is, try to find what it is that it will work for you and then Excuse me, you can incorporate that into your mind, body, spirit practice. Now, let's talk about the brain. As we all know, the brain is the portion of the nervous system that it's inside of our skull, and it consists of gray matter formed by the cells, and the white matter is by the nerve fibers that part from the body of these cells. It's the, org- it's the organ of thought and functions, and it's the coordinating center for sensation, intellectual, and nervous activities. The brain is the most powerful organ, or I would call it muscle, in the body. It determines our real strength, our real ability also to go over our thresholds of pain, exhaustion, survival. There is something that is very, very real, and it's that when we feel fatigue, or when we get tired, we feel that tiredness in our muscles, and then we can't go anymore. It's because in your brain, you are ready. Your brain already told you, you're tired. You can't go anymore. Your brain already sent that message. So now you're just executing what that little monkey brain, that little sabotage monster has created. That message has been sent. So now you're going to give up. You're going to stop. You're not going to keep going. You're not going to keep pushing. Not that you have to push yourself to failure every single day but there are times when you're going to have to go outside of your comfort zone and that happens a lot in fitness it happens a lot in nutrition it happens a lot at work at any sport that you practice in any circumstance in life you're going to have to go outside of the comfort outside of your comfort zone and if you don't have the mental fortitude to accept that, you're probably going to be stuck in a rut for a long, long time. You have to go out there and prove yourself. You have to go out there and try, test yourself. Otherwise, there's not going to be too much of a, of a progress when you're doing something. If as a musician you only learn the E minor pentatonic scale, 
Well, guess what? You're not going to be able to play that scale solo on that scale for every song that you learn. You're going to have to learn the other scales. And if you don't like learning your scales, you got a big problem. You got to get out of that comfort zone. You got to go and learn the other scales, the other modalities, the chords that you never play, different music genres, everything. If you practice any sport, imagine if you're a baseball player and you can only hit fastballs, but you don't learn how to hit breaking balls, curveballs, sliders, knuckleballs. You will never succeed because your opponents are going to realize, oh, this guy only hits fastballs. Just throw breaking balls at the dude. He'll never hit them, you know? So our mental fortitude and the ability that the brain has to control and execute our actions can drive us to achieve things that seem impossible at the beginning. But that is all possible thanks to Another word with the B, which is believe. What beliefs do we have? Do we believe in ourselves? Do we believe that we can accomplish our goals? Do we believe that we can make our dreams come true? If we don't believe, it doesn't really matter how hard we try, how hard we train. We're not going to achieve anything. That positive mental attitude that we were talking about in the first podcast, that mental fortitude, that ability to turn on that maybe hidden system that you haven't discovered in yourself and say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to achieve it. And realize that in order to do that, you're going to have to go and go and go and fail and fail and fail and get knocked down and get back again, get knocked down and get back again. But at the long run, when those goals are getting reached, when those dreams are becoming true, you realize that it's the only way to do things. Believe in yourself. Believe that you can achieve that. Believe that you can. All the goals that you set up for yourself are within the grasp, within your, it's tangible. It's something that you know you can do, that you believe you can do it, and you will. But if you don't believe, you're fucked. So believe in your brains. Make your brains believe. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. Just believe that you can achieve. And you will. Let's talk about balls, right? Big balls. Very big balls. Stability balls. Medicinal balls and massage balls. Massage balls are little balls. They're small balls. But I'm not going to bore you too much with just me talking shit about balls. So I'm going to just get into a little bit of detail uh, with the stability ball and the BOSU ball. I will post on the social media 
on the social media post, I will include the links for exercises with the stability ball and with the BOSU ball. I'm also going to include a link for bjjstrength.com where you're going to see Professor Lawrence Griffith execute some exercises on the stability ball, mostly targeted to jiu-jitsu practitioners, but anybody can do these exercises and really, really gain tons of core strength, lots of balance, and coordination. Make sure you follow BJJ Strength on all social media platforms. And Professor Lawrence Griffiths was here on the podcast a few months ago. We talked about breathing, breathing exercises, breathing techniques. That link is, uh, is that content is also on his website and on his Instagram. Make sure you subscribe to his uh, email list so you can get all the information that he puts out on um, on a constant basis. And uh, he just released an e a free ebook about lower back pain that I highly recommend you guys get. So the stability ball is usually for increasing trunk muscle activation, right? We're going to increase our core strength. We're going to increase the calorie burn due to added activation of legs and glutes and all the st- uh, stability muscles in the trunk and the spine. It's going to improve your balance and coordination by presenting an unstable yet controllable environment right you're literally going to be sitting on your knees or you're going to be kind of like gliding skydiving gliding most of the times that you're doing exercises on the stability ball and you're not going to have contact with the floor with your arms or with your your legs or your feet you're always going to be suspended on top of the ball then we have the bosu ball which is kind of like a half stability ball half platform and we can use both sides the bosu ball has been proved to improve balance and flexibility to sharpen uh, reflexes and activate full core engagement once again stability muscles core muscles legs glutes abs lumbar muscles with the ball side up, we can do sit-ups, we can do squats, we can do curls or shoulder presses, we can use both legs, or we can do exercises with just one leg, and then the other leg will be up in the air to increase the, the difficulty of the exercise. We can do lunges, we can do the boat pose, and with the ball side down, we can do push-ups, we can do mountain climbers, we can do squats, squats with kettlebells, shoulder, press-up. We can do curls also. And that's really going to help you notice maybe if you're favoring one side or another. It's super fun to work out with these balls. On the massage balls, I'll probably throw in a link there or a picture of... Um, the massage balls that I use, I have a rogue massage ball that's kind of like softball 
size and then I have another one that's more like a tennis ball size and I use it to roll to try to break the knots on on my back and uh, on my neck especially the knots on the traps right there between the shoulder blades that cause a lot of the tension that we end up feeling uh, in our shoulders and also the lats and what else is sometimes I do like wall squats with um, one of the balls and just squat up and down up and down just like smoothing out those um, knots if I don't have of course a full hour to go and get one of those a good good sports massage and that's pretty much it for today my guys like I said on the social media post you're gonna get links to the workouts by bjjstrength.com and uh, by active.com I'm gonna give you a playlist for the workouts Uh, like I said I'm gonna give you a recipe for a beet salad that I love and I make a lot Um, and I'm going to direct you also to a local business which is BC Fit Meals great people doing great things supporting endorsing a lot of uh, local athletes really following very good protocols and guidelines to make great great balanced meals for athletes jiu-jitsu practitioners uh, dirt bike riders high level performance High, um, high level athletes in this uh, area of the Temecula Valley. And now, the last word. The last word is breathe. That's another, that's a word that my buddy um, Lawrence Griffith loves, and he's obsessed with breathing, especially when it comes, when it applies to Jiu Jitsu. We see sometimes super high level guys gassing themselves out super quickly and he is really working hard on that that's another link that you guys can check out on breathing techniques to uh, increase your aerobic uh, capacity but let's take in consideration that we breathe from the moment we're born born until the moment we die and we're not conscious of it because it's regulated by the autonomous uh, autonomous nervous system what if we became conscious and controlled our breath what if we slowed down our breathing pattern what if we slowed down the way that we act and react towards certain situations? What if we step away from this almost fight or flight kind of ingrained condition that this society has put in our brain where we always have to go, 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 go. We're driving and we're always stressed out because it's natural that if you're driving, you know, your life is at risk. But road rage happens because of that and it's so common every little thing that the driver next to you does can 
piss you off, tick you off, and you start flipping birds and cussing and all that. What if we can slow all those processes with, by slowing the breath? A regular breathing cycle, which is the inhale and the exhale, we don't even notice how, hap- how fast or how slow we are breathing throughout the day, especially when we're talking right now. I'm breathing and I'm just talking and talking and talking. I am not conscious of where, when I'm inhaling and when I'm exhaling. It just happens. But when we really become, become conscious of that and start to control it, it can have great, great effects for all our brain function, functions. First of all, we can give the brain a little bit of like a soothing rhythm similar to a meditating rhythm right we will have bigger or the length of the waves in our brain would be bigger we won't live on this alpha straight constant shooting uh, waves in the brain We can slow everything down, and with that, we kind of give the brain that signal that we don't want to be on fight or flight all the time. We can transition to rest and repair. When you're driving, try to make that effort. Turn your car on, hands on the wheel, and begin to breathe, counting up to five. Inhale. When you exhale, count down five to zero. And imagine if you breathe like that all day long. If when a confrontation comes up, instead of just reacting, you take a step back, take a couple of breaths, assess the situation, then you start talking or you start giving your opinion or discussing, fighting back etc. What if you can sit down and give your brain at least 10 minutes of that when you wake up and 10 minutes of that slow breathing before you go to sleep. The changes that you're going to realize that you're going that your brain is going to go through are immense and you can feel those changes in your life very very quickly. But like I said, just like with exercise, nutrition, in spiritual practice, this has to be a constant. Why do you want to live in a world that's all hectic and go, 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 go all the time? Slow it down. Even when you're getting into altercation, sometimes a couple of breaths doesn't make it. You call time out and say, I need five. If you're arguing with your spouse, with your kids, take five. Take five. Go into your room, breathe slow, calculate six breaths per minute, and start to slow down. Start to gather. Start to rest. Start to repair. And start, start to visualize what's going on. Why is this problem emerging? What can I do? How can I have 
a civil discussion with this person about these events. How can we figure this out in a more moderate way instead of shouting at each other, I'm right, you're wrong, you're wrong, I'm right. All done with the breath. Breath also as athletes, as performers, as people should help us to get into that zone, that flow state where everything happens. Everything that's happening before our eyes, it's happening more like on a slow-mo version of what the actual reality is. We can identify everything that's going on. This is something that happens to elite competitors, elite fighters, performers. Sometimes you're in front of an audience and everything seems to be going slow, slow, slow. You can be playing any song. You can be playing Creeping Death by Metallica. But if you're in the moment, that flow state and that zone, you're going to look around the audience and it's like you're creating a more intimate connection with each member of the audience. And that's the energy that a concert brings. And that's why going to concerts, it's such... Uh, a beautiful experience because it's it's almost like an elevated experience for competitors it's like that you can be a fighter a jiu-jitsu practitioner and you're in there you're in the zone you're in your flow state you see everything happen slowly you connect with your opponent and you know almost like what is that person going to do before they do it and then you transition to your moves your techniques, your setups, etc. All done with the breath. Calming ourselves down, slowing ourselves down. Get into that point where you are present in the moment and you are at ease with everything that's happening around you. Create that environment starting in your brain and then throw it out to the universe, throw it out to those people you love, the people that live with you, the people that you share most moments, and it would be a very contagious type of energy. People are going to wonder, like, how are you like this? How are you so calm? How are you, I can't imagine you being mad or being grumpy or being negative. Why? Because I breathe, motherfucker. And I breathe slow. I'm not hyperventilating. Of course you get tired if you're working out or if you're playing a show like fucking Metallica. Of course you're going to get tired. You're going to hyperventilate. But you're in the moment. You're enjoying every single thing that's happening. You're savoring that. And you're doing something that you love. So every time you go out for a run, you start doing your push-ups, you're cooking... You're talking to your wife, you're talking to your husband, to your kids, you're doing your jiu-jitsu, your yoga, whatever it is that you're doing. Before you start, take at least 10 deep breaths. In, count up to 5. Exhale, count down 5 to 0. Create that baseline. And from there, you go. 
Now it's time to kick ass. Now it's time to do what I know I have to do. And every single thing in life will be more enjoyable. If you can attain that, which is not only easy, it's free, then you're in big trouble. Or maybe you have to eat shrooms, I don't know. So, with this, I leave you today. I'm not going to repeat myself, but I'm going to repeat myself. Links to the workouts from BJJStrength.com and Active.com. The playlist for your workout. The recipe for a super badass beet salad. Remember to check out BC Fit Meals. And all of that will be on the social media post. Today the letter is B. So don't be a bitch. Don't be a bad bitch. Like don't be a bad person. Be good. Go out there and do good. Breathe. 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 Slowly. Then breathe some more. So you can love. Love. And then love some more. Peace out. Ciao, ciao.